1: There's a whole subculture of drinking that goes hand-in-hand with motherhood. But sometimes it can go too far, and we're found needing to set some boundaries with it. Today, we'll chat with a mother, and entrepreneur, who created a solution to help us become more aware and set some limits without limiting our enjoyment when it comes to mingling at special occasions. We read the books. We bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen, I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela,
2: I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time
1: working moms,
2: we're we're actually actually pretty different.
1: And that's totally okay, because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other, and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. Hi
2: Pam. Hi, I love this topic by the way, because, you know motherhood is all about I think not all about but a lot of it has to do with feeling included yes community community Mm -hmm. and just being relatable and accepted and you know there's so many words that just jumped Triggered in my mind that mm-hmm. uh, I think this is a big one because there is a big um, wine culture around motherhood. for sure for- motherhood and also like just being a working mom being like
1: being a woman <laughs> 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 surviving being a woman I I actually found this topic really interesting because you know I'm four years into motherhood and there was definitely a phase where. Um, I think it was around the time when Victoria started walking, which was when I was like, man, shit got real. Like and I have to chase her everywhere where I was, I was like every time I would get together with like my mom, friends in the neighborhood, you know, it was always a, got to the point where we were taking wine in sippy cups to the playground, like just to like stay low key, but also like continue. It was a lot. Now I'm, you know, I'm in a different place and I'm really trying to kind of be healthier overall, but yeah, it's a thing. I think this is really a thing. So, but first, do you have a motherish moment while I? Yeah, so we're
2: dr- <laughs> actually drinking uh, the mango mocktails, and we'll get we'll talk a little bit about about what they are and where the idea came from and why this oh was God, important. So I'm excited for that. It's yummy, right? I had this one for a dinner last cucumber night. Cucumber,
1: melon, mojito, mingle mocktail. And it's delicious. And it's only 60 calories, which is amazing. I can burn 60 calories like breathing. This podcast, I will burn 60 calories. <laughs> um, okay, so my motherish moment of the week.
2: So, okay, this is really sweet. So it's sweet, but it's also like a little bit of torture. So now Ford, my son, who's three and a half officially... <laughs> I can't believe I'm a three and a half year old <laughs> When you stop saying halves by the way
1: I stopped because I don't For me it's like too stressful to figure out Like oh, I just, half, But for me whatever. I still
2: feel like between three Three and a half and four is a big difference For sure
1: like, I feel the same way between But am I, between do I sound ridiculous when I say I have a three and a half year old 40, son I feel like you know the other day Juan asked me Because I'm 38 right now This November I will be 39 And Juan's like what do you want to do for your 40th birthday I was like excuse me I'm 38 and a half <laughs> Okay so I don't know <laughs> Um, Yeah. So my son's three and a half. And now
2: when, you know, the last years, I am not huge on sneaking away when I leave. Like I like to say bye. I like to tell him mom's going to come back. You know, I love when I drop him off and I tell him, you know, mom's going to pick you up. And when I don't pick him up, I like to tell him dad's going to pick you up or, you know, I was going to pick you up. Like I'm all about like really communicating what's happening, what's going on. Like, so now when I leave to work, the guilt is just like mama no, no, not only the begging once he go, gets over you know the crying and kind of like doesn't want me to leave now he's doing the super sweet hug and a kiss and then I'll walk out he's like no 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 one more hug mom uno, uno mas uno mas and then he'll come in like he'll hug me again and I'm like okay and then he'll be like can you un minuto like just one more minute can you do this for me can we do that and then I'll fall into the trap right yeah. so now my goodbyes <laughs> are like 15 minutes long Of like very emotional Poor baby I know And then no, Now he does this thing Where I walk downstairs I'm like okay And then he's like No no wait And then he'll jump From the top of the stairs Into my arms Like leaps me Leaps into me To hug me And he kisses me And then he's like I love you Te amo and You know And it's just like I know it's sweet But it's like It makes it harder I mean you've always said You're the type
1: of mom Who loves all that
2: I do I love it I love it But now it's just like It's harder to like Kind of walk away so I don't It's going <laughs> to <It's
1: laughs>
0: get harder, Pamela. It's going to get
1: harder. We always go through this dynamic because I'm exactly one year <laughs> ahead and I'm like, Everything's gonna get harder, <laughs> so I don't know what to tell you. Anyway, so now I have to plan my goodbyes like fifteen to twenty minutes. You have to put yourself a uh, yourself no, a timer that I use with I my can't child. I can just like
2: uh, you know get up, walk out the door, and be like, okay, bye, I gotta go to work, bye. It's just like I know there's gonna be like a back and forth of like this, like hugging and the kissing
1: and the oh meh, and the
2: negotiating, and you know, so it's like it's sweet but it's draining. Yeah.
1: Speaking of draining, my motherish moment uh, <laughs> is pretty direct. So I posted this on Instagram uh, recently, but I created a calming corner for Victoria. Well, how's that going, And by for the way? myself. Um, like I told you my calming corner is like in the corner, literally, like a bathroom. Fell apart. I lock myself in a bathroom. No, we were going through a couple of weeks that were really rough. I don't know. Remember when they were babies and there was that Wonder Weeks app or something that would tell oh, I you? I actually like, had the book and the app, which I actually
2: have the book brand new,
1: and I want to give it to someone, but I don't know. Just yeah, anyone who has I a feel like baby. I found it very torturous. It was like, oh, get ready because a leap is coming, and then you're like, oh, great. <laughs> like no. The other day I was like, I. Want I wonder if there's leaps when oh, yeah. they're four yeah, Do you guys dying. hear this? Like it's, it's me pouring my mug Oh, I drank it from the can, is that savage? You have these okay. nice glasses, are these from my mom? Mm-hmm. These are from my mom, it's so cute I don't know if there are developmental leaps when they are four, but if someone said yes, there are then I would be like, I knew it, because we just went through a rough rough couple of weeks But where, it was more emotionally, right? Like an emotionally I mean, she literally said to me "'Why can't you just be a happy mom?' And I'm like, "'You're four. Why are you telling me this?' She also said, "'You never leave me at anyone's house. You never let me go in anybody else's car.'" I'm like, "'Are you 13? Like, when did we get here?' Anyway, everything, it was just, everything was an answer. Everything was like, uh, and I just felt like I was constantly like, do they say this expression in Spanish? But like swimming against the current. I don't think they say that in English. Um, Uh, It's an expression in Spanish. But like, I just felt like I was like, just whatever running uphill i don't know (laughs) but like it was really tough um and so a friend of mine was like look you know i've been there her kids are actually one year older and she's like at the time what i I made this calming corner for victoria because for her kids she's like because sometimes they just don't know what they're feeling and they just act out and lash out and so you need to kind of like help them calm down you can't be crazy too and help them name these feelings and so I made this little tent I mean I make the tent whatever I bought a tent and then I put this book in there that talks about the different feelings has this giant poster so you can name her feelings and it's been great like now you know when she feels like oh like it's like boiling up she's like I am feeling frustrated and I'm like okay great and you know what the truth is like adults like Sometimes I'm in a funk and I can't tell you why. I don't know, like my husband knows, like he'll be like, oh, are you good? I'm like, I don't know, I'm just in a bad mood. And so I found the book to be helpful for me too. But anyway, I think it's over. This episode of that is over and she's given me a couple of really great days and I'm just like, thank you so much because I really needed, I needed something to go right with her. So we overcame that a little bit. That's exciting, that's good. For now, everything's temporary. No, In I two know, weeks, she's going to be doing it's something else. Season. No.
2: <laughs> Let's be optimistic. Okay, so why don't we welcome our guest, Laura Taylor. She's like, Karen mentioned a mom, she's a wife, she's an entrepreneur. So she came up with this concept, this business called Mingle Mocktails, inspired by her own journey. She quit drinking alcohol and found there was really no option other than, you know, the soda or the water, at special occasion. So she wanted a better option and she decided to create her own ready to drink mocktail option. Hi, Laura. Welcome to Motherish. Thank you for joining us.
3: Live Pamela, hi Karen, thank you so much uh, for inviting me. And by the way, just hearing you all talk about your motherish moments, it, it just brought me back. My kids are at the opposite end of the spectrum and I'm like, oh, I, I survived it. <laughs> you will survive. You don't realize it when you're in it, but I love how you're, uh, you're sharing these uh, tools and coping mechanisms and stories so people feel human about the challenges of being a mom because it's the hardest job out there, there's is. no question. You don't get a performance review or a raise or any of that. So I'm gonna give you a five-star performance review. (laughs) Well done. Oh, thank you thank I really you. needed that
1: it's so funny that you said that because I recently became unemployed and I you know this is my job now and I told this to my husband I was like there's no review no one tells me like are you you did good you did bad I'm like it's so hard so thanks for my performance review I appreciate it and I'll take it
2: keep up the good work <laughs> thank you okay so tell us about Mingo mocktail Laura what did the idea her mother's, moment oh, right. her mother's, moment. mother's moment? oh mother's moment.
3: your mother's moment I mean so many so just high level I've got a daughter who's a sophomore in college at the University of Tennessee and a son who works for me full-time as his career. So two halvesy motherish moments. I spent the weekend at, in Knoxville visiting my daughter, oh. feeling so proud seeing her coming into her own. And we'll come back to that because you know, what we do when our kids are 3, 4, 10, mm-hmm. 12, it leads up to those big moments. Yes. And then my son was living at home for a few months. It felt like a minute and I don't want him to leave. So he's moving out this week. And I said, hey, you know, can we do Sunday dinners? He's like, no. And so I'm feeling that loss again, you know, oh, so. But it's all good. I My motherish moment is I'm feeling grateful for seeing my kids grow up and be their own people. I went to a wedding this past weekend, and when
2: I saw the mother of the groom dance with the groom, this is the first time that it hit me, and I was like, oh my God, this is going to be me.
0: And I said, <laughs> well,
2: the whole wedding was beautiful, and it was so emotional, and I was crying the whole time, but this moment it really, really hit me. Like, that's going to be me, you know? Wow. Do people like the mother of the groom, ever? Yeah? yeah? Yeah. Okay. That will be me. And it's so funny. Another thing I wanted to mention, Laura, before we get into your story, is like, every time I drink a mocktail... It reminds me when I was pregnant. So when I was pregnant, I used to love, like, first of all, I love being pregnant. I've said it a million times. I've never felt more beautiful, never feel more empowered, never felt like more social. And I kind of like, and it was right before we went into like major pandemic mode. So it brought back to me, you know, memories of when I was pregnant and how much I loved having like a sneaky little mocktail. So I looked like I was drinking something, but I really wasn't. I don't know, for me, it was... Mocteau symbolized for me um, A nice time A nice time And a nice period of like You know So I feel like this will be A great gift for anyone Who's like expecting I'm just saying (laughs) So no brainer (laughs) So no brainer
1: So tell us how How you um, got here Yes
3: go ahead So I think you touched on it My background was corporate I uh grew up in business, really working in and around software and tech and consulting services. It sounds really boring, but I loved it to pieces. Mm. I traveled globally and spent a lot of time helping businesses really improve how they go to market and working with teams to make that happen. And it was really exciting and fun. And as part of that culture, I've always been a work hard, play hard kind of girl, Mm. even in High school and college and I love to drink. I just found as I had really, you know, it, it happened eight years ago was my, my moment was I realized that as I took on more responsibilities and challenges, I felt more stressed to succeed and really exceed, you know, mm-hmm. like exceed. I have always set really high expectations for myself. So I just found myself, turning to a few glasses of wine to relax or celebrate. You know, certainly as part of the business culture, we had conferences, concerts, yep. business dinners, receptions. And, uh, you know, my husband's a super social, happy-go-lucky drinker too. So lots of neighborhood block parties. You know, you talk about the mommy juice culture. Oh mm-hmm. yes, that brings me back too. But I I realized, I'm like, you know what? This isn't working for me anymore. I'm drinking to relax, celebrate, And just be still like it's unhealthy. And my husband had made some comments and I'm like, that's really bad. But I did it. I stopped drinking for me because I knew it was the right thing to do. And it took me it wasn't like one week and I stopped and, you know, the next week I'm like, wow, I feel great. It took me like a year, maybe even longer um, I remembered I'd make a decision on my own, saying, you know what, I'm done drinking. I'm finished. Last night I drank too much. I feel like, crap, this isn't who I want to be. And then I'd go off to Seattle for a conference, and I specifically remember this moment. My boss had invited me and a handful of employees to an Elton John concert. Amazing. So we went out first before the concert, and he handed me a glass of wine, because he's like, here's your white wine. And... I didn't put it down because I'm like, you know, I'll put this off a little longer. And that happened over and over and over. So uh, I finally quit. I just like this is stop and um, really embraced and fought through the challenge of navigating my work and social life sober or alcohol free. And there was a couple key moments that made this decision and what inspired Mingle. And one was the Super Bowl. I don't know. It was probably around 2016 or 2017. Up the street from me, a friend had a Super Bowl party. We were sitting around the kitchen table. The ladies, the moms were all talking and chatting. The guys were around the TV. Um, I was drinking seltzer water out of a two-liter bottle while they had their drinks and cocktails. By the end of the night, I had finished that full two liters of seltzer. And I came home, I'm like, this is stupid. I deserve something else. I don't even like seltzer that much, let alone two liters. So I looked online and I started discovering in hospitality, like California Pizza Kitchen was putting out mocktails. And then I was invited to a girls weekend from that same crew. And um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to pack a mocktail. And I couldn't find anything to buy. Mm. So I took my daughter, I think she was like 15 at the time, and we went to Whole Foods and I just loaded up the cart with all sorts of stuff ranging from ginger ale to lavender essence to, (laughs) you know, citrus fruits. And I came home and started juicing and mixing and blending. And I came up with this pretty pink blend, which is now the Cranberry Coswell. I packed this pink blend of bubbles, cranberry juice, lime juice, orange juice, a little bit of ginger ale, I think Mm -hmm. is just what I had from a grocery store. And I brought it to the weekend in the Poconos in a one liter plastic bottle. So four o'clock, the corks start popping. I'm like, I'm not gonna drink alcohol. I'm gonna pour myself this bootlegged homemade pink stuff. (laughs) And that's what I did. I sat down with my girlfriends with this pretty pink glass of this mocktail. I had this completely game-changing moment, so that's where I was like, "Wow!" Spark. That was your oh connection.
2: Amazing. It's funny because I feel like something's like. So I did this dry. Was it September? No, we're in September now. It was a dry August. I did a dry month this year, and then I did one at the beginning of the year. And if you haven't done ever done this, like, you should try it. I'm not just for like for health reasons. For me, it was more like I wanted to like cleanse my body. I wanted to lose a little weight. Like for me, it was more like health focused in terms of like feeling fitness I wanted to start working out again really hard and and it was I saw so many benefits from like not drinking that it just I kind of lost the the need or like the attraction to having to having consuming the alcohol but I do feel like I still get very pressured or feel like I need to have something in my hand like if I want to sit somewhere you want to be you feel like the boring friend if you don't have something in your hand, if you're not holding a glass, right? Like there's something to it or they're like, why? Why aren't you drinking? Like, you know, there's always like, it's always not okay to just not want to have alcohol. There's always like a back and forth or an explanation or a question. So I think in this case, it's just easier to grab a glass and pour something that looks like a cocktail, then having to say that, I'm like, no, I kind of want to,
1: you know. There's also people who just don't like alcohol. And so for them, it can also be a little bit isolating. My husband doesn't like to drink. And he doesn't like the taste of anything. He's like, I'd rather have like a Coca-Cola. Like, it's not a health reason thing. He just genuinely doesn't like it. And he's like, and I don't like the feeling. And that was like a tough pivot in our relationship because I was like, okay. Like, sp- when we were dating, I'd be like, um... But no. did you ever get, like, when you tell someone, like, oh, no, this guy doesn't drink, why? That's so weird. That's so weird. Oh, why for sure. Each- right? At the like- beginning, it was like, oh, my God, do you think he's like this? And I'm like, no, he just genuinely doesn't like it. And now, over the years, like, we've adapted. We've adapted means I've adapted. And I'm like, okay, like, you don't drink. I don't really either. But I notice now, like, if I have one drink, if I go out and I have one drink, I feel it the next day. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm not, I'm not in my 20s anymore.
3: Especially as a mother of young kids because they don't say, oh, hey, mom, let me let you sleep now. <laughs> I'll come no. back to you at nine uh, yeah. o'clock. You touched on a couple things. I think, um, really, Pamela, you talked about how people want to put a dress, you want something in your hand. I used to describe it as let's say you're invited to a, a black tie wedding, but you didn't get the memo and you thought it was like summer Mm. casual, and you're the only one wearing like a sundress where people are wearing these formal gowns. Do you just feel, you feel disconnected? And so really the whole essence of beauty that I found in that one experience was the connection that I craved and missed so much. Because if you're pouring a bottle of wine amongst three girlfriends, you're all feeling connected based on that wine and the actual pouring of the glasses and cheersing. So what I felt in that moment was the connection of, I have something in my glass too. It feels as special and unique as I am. And I feel like I'm being cared for. And that one experience, it was so strong to me that I went outside at some point in these beautiful woods. And I'm like, I need to share this with anybody else who chooses not to drink, no matter the reason to have something that celebrates their choice. And that's why I say celebrate your spirit, you know, celebrate your sparkle because we are worthy of whatever we want. If I choose not to drink your husband, you know, he should have something that he likes even if it's not a mocktail. Right. But he shouldn't be stuck with ice water when everybody else has these fabulous drinks. That's the point.
0: Aloha, mamá.
1: so it recently I think it was for an Easter my mom group did like an Easter celebration and I was like I'm gonna bring mocktails and they were like okay great and I I didn't do any like at that point I was like oh I'm gonna make mocktails oh my god it was so much work <laughs> like I literally spent the whole time like because of course I can't it had to be extra right and so I had like right. the yeah. mint and this <laughs> and the colored glasses right. and I added a, look fancy. fruits and whatever and I was exhausted by the end of it like so there's a sign. Science to this it's not just like oh i'm gonna have ginger ale and put red food coloring which no one should have red food coloring but you know what i mean there's a lot behind them and yours tastes really good
2: i like this them. is really good yeah. drinking the citrus sweet and sour laura quick question what advice do you have for those moms who are you know drinking their wine doing their thing but have a friend who is you know choosing to have a mocked instead? it what can we do, what can they do to be more inclusive, to be more sensitive? What should we not be saying? I don't know. You know, there's certain yeah, yeah, yeah. rules, for etiquette yeah, to, to being...
3: Just the fact that you're asking is tremendously thoughtful. And so I think of we're coming up on the holidays, but there's always a reason to be drinking or coming together and celebrating or just a, you know, a family gathering. I would just suggest to anyone to have a non-alcoholic option whenever you're serving alcohol in your home as a courtesy because you've got a designated driver, somebody who's ex- yeah. ex- expecting, somebody who's on medication or is running a marathon the next day. And the thing that I love about Mingle that I think Kieran touched on is you get that fun feeling and really these you know handcrafted combinations to give you a special experience without the effort. So the beauty is you can have your bar on your your kitchen counter with perhaps it's the wine, the vodka, the beer, and then you can have Mingle. And people can choose to either add a spirit like a a champagne or vodka, or they can enjoy Mingle alone. And that's the beauty is everybody feels included. And I like to say that everyone feels part of the party with Mingle. So um, my recommendation is Don't make anybody feel like if they walk in and you go, hey, I got you that non-alcoholic mocktail. I (laughs) heard you're not drinking. It's in the brown bag in the garage. (laughs) But if you just put it out, you know, that's why they're pretty and cute because we want to feel people. I spent a lot of time looking at hard seltzers and other brands of alcoholic beverages to say, what do I want to hold in my hand? Yes. So that when people look, uh, it was designed to be a little black dress that could be dressed up or dressed down. And I want people to be
1: like, oh, you're mingling. I'm going to put some mingles. I have a yearly, really big Halloween party that I do at my house. And I've never thought about putting a mocktail out. I have these like, you know, the, the gas stations, they have those like coolers that you plug in that are like, They're just cold. It's like a a cylinder refrigerator. They used to have like uh, monster energy drinks or Red Bulls in those. I have two of those in my house. Like, don't ask why. I don't know why. But for the parties, like, I always fill those with beers and like alcoholic cans and I'm going to throw some mingles in there.
2: But you're right. I kind of love that it's the exact same size as the seltzer, you know, yeah. which are so in right now. Like everyone's yeah, drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the canned, um, like the mamitas
1: and the... Where are those? There's like some tequila oh, ready wow, to drink. Yeah. Um, seltzer. It's so wild because they even, there's one I saw the other day, like one with alcohol that was called like mom something. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't love it You know I'm like Why are you doing that Like why are we Because someone sent it to me He's like Oh this is for you And I was like No actually Like I don't (laughs) This is extremely irrelevant for me Thank you I also do not like the I don't know I didn't like the vibe It wasn't wasn't, I wasn't feeling it No but I think it's important So let's not do a big
2: deal If someone's saying Hey I don't want to drink Like you know Just kind of give them The other option Here's your
1: uniform To show that you're not drinking
2: (laughs) Yeah just kind of like But it's true Because these look like They kind of blend in Like you just grab this Instead of like it. I love it. Oh, the claw. What is it? White claw or whatever I, the other yeah, one. Yeah, and again, yeah, we're yeah. not sponsored. This episode's not sponsored, they by look the way. Fun. So. <laughs>
3: okay. Yeah. They look fun because they are fun. And I would also compare it to like somebody who is gluten-free because they have to be. Maybe right. they have celiacs. So you're having a pizza night and you're like, hey, your crust is over here. I do have a girlfriend who has an aversion to allerg gluten and dairy. So I don't make a big deal, but I'll text her in advance saying, do you like this thing? Like, I'm not an expert in this world. And she's like, you don't have to do anything. I'm like, I don't even say, I'm like, I'm doing it because I want to, because I want you to feel part of the experience.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. The last question I have for you, Laura, is with your corporate background in tech and everything, taking the leap to be an entrepreneur is a leap and it's very out of the box. Can you talk a little bit about how you pushed yourself through it? Because there's a little bit of a security blanket in the corporate world. And when you step out of that a little bit, you feel, I mean, at least I, I feel that now. I was in tech for almost 10 years and now I'm like free, which is amazing. But also like to go and do something, it Scary, takes, yes. yeah, it's a lot.
3: I don't think it's a little, it's a little um, comforting to be in corporate that it's a massive safety net. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I make no bones about it. I had financial security, a, in a paycheck that was tried and true benefits. right? And I think the biggest thing is I have boundaries of time where I've worked a lot because I love to work. I'm a worker, you know, I'm a hard worker, but the weekends were my own. Right. So uh, the biggest fear is walking away from something I worked so hard to create and earn and develop and be all on my own. So... The first thing I would say is any individual, especially women, because we tend to like be afraid of failing. If there's an idea or a concept or a challenge that you're contemplating, whether it's running a 5K or starting your own business, I would say, don't overthink it and just do it. Just do it. And on the business side, what I did, which I had listened to a lot of podcasts and really kind of I'm very big at. Learning from the lessons of those who have gone before me and trying to learn from their mistakes as they share, like, I wish I did this or don't do that. And I learned that I should maintain my career while I'm launching Mm -hmm. this business as to not, you know, give that all up for something that didn't work. Mm-hmm. So I did. I, I double-hatted for almost a year and a half, and my husband never saw me. You know, I was working God knows how many hours a week. Daytime, my job, nighttime and weekends mingle. And that's what I needed to do to say, okay, this is working. So at that moment, Karen, when I was like, it's time to cut the cord, it was a very emotional experience, mm, kind of yeah. like what you, you've had to go through. And what did it for me is I was looking for signs and— um You know, kind of leaning into my spiritual side to say, if this is what I was meant to do, please guide me. You know, asking for somebody other than my husband to tell me what to do because I don't want to, I need to do it for me. And uh, what happened was there was a a chef, Michael Simon, I believe is his name. I was listening to a podcast around starting your own business. He was talking about his first restaurant was named Lola's after his daughter. Now, fun fact, the original brand of Mingle was called it was incorporated under Lola's mocktails this was like one of my first mock-ups and it was like it was yesterday like I got down on my knees in my bedroom and I started crying going I'm gonna do this that's the because <laughs> I was I was emotional because I was scared and nervous and excited and then I told my we I had a, a chat with my husband I said I think I need to quit my job. And we had a very collaborative discussion because we operate as a team. I call it Team Mm -hmm. Taylor. And I said, "Han, what do you think? And he said, Laura, you can always go back to your career. You can always find another job. I've made a point in my career never to burn any bridges, which you should never do in any aspect of life, hopefully. But I was sure to leave on the best terms so that I could... Go back. How um, long ago was this, Laura? That you launched Mingle? Um, I launched it in February 2017. That's when I first incorporated. I had my first bottles in November 2017, and then I quit my job officially as, as Karen said, you know, going free and clear <laughs> January 2019. And wow. it was, it was the right thing. But those first three months, I woke up going oh, boy, am I doing enough? Am I doing the right Mm -hmm. things? This is
1: my job. And you just got to do. You just got to take action. Thank you, Laura. That was very inspiring and helpful for someone who is currently in the middle of something like that. Um, Where can people find Mingle? Yeah, so we have a store finder
3: on our website. It's super exciting. We've had an amazing couple of years. So we're national in Whole Foods that have a spirit section, we're in 600, soon to be 800 CBS stores. We're in all Total Wine locations. And then we're in a number of regional chains in LA. We're in Erwan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're launching in Mother's Market. You know, on the East Coast, we're in all Publix locations, Wegmans. So as well as the Amazon and Total Wine. And we're in talks with some really exciting national delivery spirits companies. So what's exciting is we are we're working with buyers who are selling alcohol so what you described Pamela is more seamless where people are buying their beer wine and mingle yeah. mm-hmm. so just jump on our store finder email us at info at mingle mocktails or dm us online if you can't find it by you or order it online we love to mingle with our customers so feel free to reach out I love that I love it I love I it I love that my,
2: if I got if I'm blessed with another baby I would love to have these in my baby shower
1: <laughs> yes but I will I, have I, mingle at my I, Halloween party this is awesome <laughs> thank you so much Laura I great talking to you and thanks for sharing so much about mingle
3: and thank you karen and pamela for leading the charge for mothers so they're having fun and laughing and maybe a little bit of crying along the way (laughs) you're both very inspiring as well
2: oh thank you so much laura cheers thank
0: you cheers Llega Univisión otra gran producción. Un golpe de suerte. Cambiará la vida de tres familias. Golpe de suerte. De lunes a viernes a las 8 por Univisión.